your shoes off and get ready to listen to This Is Bodybuilding Abroad. My guest today is Tony Mount. Tony is the reigning professional Mr. Universe. And uh, if you're listening to this after the date of the 2016 NABBA Universe, who knows, maybe he's not the reigning professional Mr. Universe. But as of the 29th of October 2016, he is still the reigning Mr. Universe. Uh, I should probably update the clock on my uh, computer, actually. It's about 15 hours behind. Um, but uh, yeah, as of this evening, before the evening before the, uni- uh, the NABBA Universe, he is still the reigning professional Mr. Universe. So he's had, uh, he's had a, a long career in bodybuilding, um, but he, he came to the stage quite late um, compared to a lot of competitors. So we get into that a little bit today. Um, we talk about his training style, He's got a family, he, you know, he, he works as a stonemason, and he's a professional bodybuilder. And, um, you know, it's tough to keep everything in perspective, but I think he does it quite well. He He's a, quite a grounded person. Um, a lot of bodybuilders these days really get into their own hype. They buy into their own ego and, and all the, uh, the smoke being blown up their backsides. Um, Tony doesn't come across that way. He, he's really down to earth, very humble in uh, in the way he approaches things. And if you've ever seen any photos of him, you know he has some of the most crazy condition for you know on, on any on any level of bodybuilding anywhere in the world. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely blessed that way with good genetics that allow him to get that way. Um, but he he is a very very hard trainer. Uh, he, he he's a you know very tough gym warrior I guess we'd say, so yeah he's uh, he's a good guy I I really enjoyed having a, having a chat with him I don't think he really wanted to talk too much I, he, I know I can understand he was a little bit tired probably hungry uh, it's probably a lot going through his mind but you know I really appreciate the fact that he took some time out again another shorter interview similar to the interview with Gordon but uh, Nigel um, but. Uh, yeah, a, a worthwhile conversation. It's not often that guys like Tony get to share their stories and share their insights into the world of bodybuilding. So it's um, it's yeah, he's got quite a unique perspective on things. So I really appreciate that, and I hope you do too. And as always, this episode is being brought to you absolutely free on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you'd like to support the podcast, get over to Facebook and click like at Facebook slash This Is Bodybuilding. But for now, enjoy the show. Tony Mount, how are you? Hi, Daniel. Very good, thanks. Good to see you today. You started you started competing in NABBA back in 2004? Yeah, that's correct, 2004. So we're now in 2016. Yeah. How long were you training before you started competing? Um, I think I did about 14, 15 months training before I did my first um, bodybuilding show. Yep. Um, I went in as a novice, if I remember rightly, 2000, sorry, no, 2003 was the first show as a novice. Okay. And then in 2004, I entered into my class three. Yep. And then I did the universe that same year. Yep. Um, Basically one and a half years training to do my first universe, which I placed six. Okay, so and I've I've seen photos of you over the years. Yeah, um, and and you're someone that, for me personally, 
you've got that never give up, never say die attitude. That you, it doesn't matter what happens every year, you'll keep training, you'll keep getting better. Um, is that something that you think a lot of bodybuilders are missing these days? They want the results right now. They're not willing to put in the 10, 15 years worth of work to really get the most out of it. Yeah, I think um, I think when you start, you're you're very eager to, to get as much gains as possible. But obviously, um, quality takes time. It takes years to achieve. And yeah. um, it's I've been doing this now what about fourteen years, say. So it's only in the last two years that I'm starting to really know my body. Yeah. And um, even my mental drive, what what I'm capable of. Mm. Um, up until then, all the years previous to that, everything was, um, I wouldn't say like I was, I would be stressed over bodybuilding, but I was the same. I wanted it eager as well, yeah, yeah. but it will, it will come in time. If you want it bad enough, it will come in time, but quality takes time. You, you, you know, you just can't rush. Now, obviously, uh, the, the United, well, you're from Northern Ireland, but the United Kingdom has produced some of the world's best bodybuilders. Uh, Eddie Elwood comes to mind. Uh, obviously, there's plenty of IFBB bodybuilders over the years that have come from, from the UK. A lot of them have started in NABBA. Um, when you were uh, starting out as a competitor or started out training in the gym, who were you looking up to? Um, when I first started, I suppose the, the, the names what come to my mind first would be the likes of um, Eddie Elwood, Gary Lister, Stevie Crichton, um, these sort of guys. And then once, once I got... Um, a, f a couple of shows un under my belt and then uh, would have been Steph Sinton was yep. another great bodybuilder. Yep. Um, these are the kind of guys, you know, just basic hardcore guys. So you weren't necessarily looking at the IFBB over no. in the States and going, oh, I want to look like, you know, I want, that's what I'm aiming for. No, no, I definitely never looked at them top IFBB pros and thought, you know, I want to be like that. Yeah, th there's a couple like um, Sean Ray and Kevin Lerone, wh who we all know. Yeah. Um, were just outstanding but I never I never they'd be completely out of the out of our out of my league do you know what I mean I, I'm a realist so um like to try and keep things realistic yeah you know obviously as a professional uh in within NABBA and uh, again I think most professional bodybuilders around the world they still have to uh have a a, a day job or they still got to um you know do something that actually keeps them keeps yeah. their lifestyle going outside of bodybuilding what are your what keeps you uh, keeps you active? Yeah, well, um, I'm a stonemason by trade. That's okay. my job, so it does keep you um, quite active. Yeah, it's sometimes quite a lot of lifting involved. Yeah, so um, so you don't need to go to the gym then, really. You just go, <laughs> go to work every day. Well, it, it's sometimes it's hard, but that's where the mental drive comes in. That I'm not just sitting down doing um, a desk job. Yeah that my work is quite manual and at mm. the end of the day, eight hours working, I still have to go in the gym and I still have to put a high intensity workout in. Yeah. Um, I so suppose yeah. That, that would be the difference between someone like yourself who, you, know, you go to work and you work hard yeah. uh, and, and it's a physically demanding job versus someone else who doesn't really have to, uh, I know a lot of young guys are probably still living at home with their parents. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. They're going to university or still in high school. Um, and they'll, they'll go to the gym a couple of hours a day and they'll think that that's, yeah. you know, that they're working really hard. Yeah. Um, what sort of advice would you give to, to someone, you know, the, the younger competitors uh, who maybe haven't really experienced the real world yet? I think, um, I think if, if you just have to, um, 
focus and re remember when I started, I never looked that I'm going to be like him or her. Yeah. I just took one step at a time. Mm. I think every athlete, when they start out in this sport, needs to take one step at a time and have certain aims to go for. So maybe your first show would be, okay, I'll, I want to try and get in the top six of the Mr. Universe, Yeah. even if it's sixth place or fifth, mm. and then slowly, sm small steps, and then try and improve upon that each year. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, at the bottom line, bodybuilding is all about having a, a proper routine and sticking to a routine day in, day out, mm. 365 days of the year. That's, yeah. that's, you know, that's what's going to build your mm. consistency mm. with your meals, with your training. Um, yeah. So what's, what's your training like? My training... Tra sorry, I was going to say, is, is it a little bit different coming into the, the Mr. Universe as, a, as opposed to... Yeah, another show that you may have done, yeah. or, or no? Just my training's the same off season and pre contest. Okay, um, it's the same, heavy and high intensity. I hit each body part once a week, and I hit it hard and heavy. Yeah, and it doesn't change right up until um, show day. Yeah, or my preparation um, gets going. I'll try and push as heavy as I can. Obviously, the last two or three weeks, when the body fat and the water is completely near enough gone. Um, the heavy sessions are more lighter sessions. Yeah, but yeah, I try and keep everything the same. Uh, you, you seem like you're in con in pretty good condition most of the year round. When you dial into a contest, it seems like that, but no, yeah. I'm no? not because I mean last year I don't know what I, I never weigh myself when I get ready for a show. I only go by the mirror. Yeah, I never touch the scales. Do you know what you weigh now? I don't. I've got no idea now. Okay. But my friend who picked me up this morning. Yeah, we left at four o'clock in the morning. I jumped on the scales and he read what it read mm. so he will tell me after I go home okay what my weight is oh. but um, last year I'll give you an idea last year I dropped 15 kilos wow that's counting body fat and complete water out wow. of the body yeah so you're asking me that I stay quite lean it might look like that but even yeah. I end up losing over two stone jeez yeah that's um that's really Im well, it's impressive yeah but how long do you diet for to lose that amount of weight? Uh, 12 to 14 weeks. Okay, so you're still yeah. staying in, uh, I guess you, you're within striking distance of... Yeah, I don't think people realise... You're not blowing out 30 or 40 kilos like some people No, I mean two, do accidentally. Two, two and a half stone would yeah. be maximum for me what I'd drop. But I don't think people realise how, whether you think you're leaning in the off-season to, to drop in to get pre-contest ready, yeah. to drop your body fat down to 2%, the um, the procedure to do that yeah. and the the demand on the body, um, you know, it's it's a bigger, it, you know, it takes that's how long it takes is then fourteen weeks to get to get like that, like yeah. it's a long procedure. So, two years ago, you came second in the professional universe to Dave Titterton. Uh, two thousand fourteen. That's right. Yes. Last year you came back and yes. you claimed the title. Yes. The overall the, the professional title. This year, Dave's obviously out. I think he tore his quad, I believe. Yeah. So, do you think that you're... I mean, I think you're in with a very good chance of being a back-to-back -back Mr. Universe. Are you, uh, are you confident? Um, or do you not really think about that and just say... No, I'll be honest. I'll be honest and I'll say it straight from the heart. I'm not the type of person. I never think... Obviously, you want to try and get in the top three yeah. is the main aim but I don't think about places it's the last thing on my mind all, all that's on my mind is 
to bring the best package I can bring come show day. That's yeah. all I can do. Yeah. Um, placings after that, I can't control. So um, I, don't, I don't think of that and I try not to think of it. People go on and, and say, oh, you're going to do this. I never listen to them. Like on social media, they, you know, people go on about it's going to be yours again. No, it's not. No one knows. It's, yeah. it's an open contest for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's going to be um, up for the fight. And, you, you know, a- anyone could be a winner. You just can't. I've learned through past experience, n- yeah. you know, not to uh, count your chickens before they hatch. So yeah. I don't even go down that road, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I just think... All I can do, bring the best package. And if it's good enough, it's good yep. Good enough. If it's not, it's not. So I, I never think like that, no. Uh, is there anything that really inspires you bodybuilding-wise? Um, I think I like the, the guys who just grind it out year in, year out. They don't have no fancy coaches or, or gurus helping them. And You're like, not coached by anyone? No, I do everything myself. I live in the country. I don't have no one looking at me. Yep. Everything is done by myself. Yep. Uh, and them sort of guys, apart from myself, them sort of guys are inspired too. Plus, if they have to go out and work eight yep. hours first before getting ready for a show and if they have families. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing getting ready for a show and you, you see the younger ones, as you were saying, living at home moaning and bitching that they're finding it hard but they're living at home getting all their meals made for them you know i work an eight hour day i have a family i have um two kids i have to go to work first then squeeze my training in plus i cook every meal myself off season and pre-contest i cook all my own food how do the kids deal with dad being a bodybuilder and especially dad being mr universe is that was that something (laughs) (laughs) thank you paul Byrne. Um, um, can't take him anywhere. No. I mean, I, I remember when I was five years old, I came to the NABBA Universe. Dad won the Masters class. You know, we went home and, and suddenly my dad was Mr. Universe and I told everyone at school and that was a big thing for me. Have your kids been really excited to be able to go to school? And, yeah, well, you know, my they're, dad's Mr. Universe. they're excited, but my daughter's more excited than the wee boy. You know, she, she's, she'd be very proud of her dad and tell her teachers and, yeah. and things like that. How old are your kids? Um, Sophie's 15 and Reese is um, nine. So I suppose, does she carry your photo around to show all the boys? Oh, this shit. is my dad. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, f- I think nowadays, because they have computers, um, yeah. she's always in school. She's saying, Dad, all the boys was Googling you to, <laughs> to check you out in the bodybuilders. And they can't believe it. And yeah. uh, But, you know, I just do this as a, as a hobby, as a sport. I don't think I'm anyone special. Far from it. I just go to work. Um, yeah, I, I, lo- I love NABBA and I love bodybuilding, but at the end of the day, it doesn't pay the bills and you have to keep everything in perspective, you know. Um, I know what my limits are, what I can achieve and what I can't achieve. Mm. So I like to keep everything real, you know, not... Uh, you were saying before that you, you train very hard and very heavy. Have you had any injuries? Yeah, setbacks? Um, yeah I've had a few injuries. Last year, um, I tore my quad in February while I was prepping for the show last year. Yeah. So I couldn't do... I couldn't really do no leg training. I could only do leg extensions and lying leg kills for about four months. Mm. Um, so that set me back. Uh, just little niggles like tendon pulls and things like that. But um, shoulder, shoulder, tendon pulls, things like that last year. I had about three injuries last year. But this year, all being well, I haven't had any. Thank yep. God. I've, everything's been gone mm. really good and smooth. All right. So is there anyone... Obviously, you know, I know you're a fan of bodybuilding as well as a competitor. Um, is there anyone that you're keen to see on stage 
as a as a fan of bodybuilding this week this year um in in the naba yeah you mean in the naba um i heard uh gary lister kept putting photos up and people were rumoring that he might be uh, oh, making uh, another yeah. comeback no no he's not uh, no he only put that up to wind people up no he's not <laughs> competing again he he's happy enough to uh retire now i mean he's, he's won near enough everything there was to win he was an ifbb pro as yeah. well um no Gary lester's a legend i mean it's one of the guys who i always looked up to yeah you know just shredded you know all the time competing um no i don't i don't really think of anyone to be honest bodybuilder I, I just i just do it for myself you know it's just gives me something to do i guess coming into a show you've got to be let's say bodybuilding is a very selfish thing um, but I, I suppose it, it, it requires a lot of introspection. You have to be focused on yourself and you have to put the worldly you know, worldly desires out for yeah. a while. I mean, it, it's, um, it is a selfish sport as in, well, you just have to keep everything balanced. I mean, like I say, I mean, I, don't, I do all my own cooking. Yep. I don't moan at my wife for not doing all my cooking. I mean, I've chosen this sport. I've chosen to diet. Yeah. So y you can't moan about it. You just mm. get on with it. Um, I make my own meals. I just get on with it. I still balance my home life um, with my kids. Mm. You know, um, yeah. So I don't drink or smoke. I don't. I don't go out much. You know, I go to work. Mm. I, I go home, watch TV, train. And that's my life. You know. Do you think bodybuilding is something that makes most people happy? Or do you think? Because I, I see, you know, as we were saying before, with the sort of young guys, and they, they sit there and they bitch and they moan about it. Um, most of the, the the NABBA competitors, even you know, it's very stressful mm. um, competing, but it does seem to be a, a source of happiness and it's a source of passion. I think it's um, it teaches you a lot of things. It teaches you self discipline, um, and as you do more shows, you start learning about yourself. Um, your physical self even your mental self yeah. you become more stronger you get used to the diets and if you really want it that bad your determination and focus um, will just become stronger and stronger it all depends how bad you want it um, so yeah it all just comes down to the individual person how, how bad you, you want to succeed if you're ready to quit or if you still want to keep going I know I know the last couple of years you see I haven't reached my potential yet mm. I'll say another Another year, another two years, I can reach my potential. Yeah, you know. So, how many, how many more competitive years do you think that you'll uh, you'll keep going? I think another two, three years maximum. Yep. I think then I'll be ready to stop. Okay. Would you consider moving into the masters? No. Uh, just no. I'll stop as call a professional. It a day and yeah. 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 All right. I'll know. I'll know as I get along how if I'm good enough. Um, I'll just know how how I'm looking, how my training's going in the next couple of years. I'll I'll, I'll I would know if I've still got it in me to keep going. Um, but one thing is for certain, um, because I know I'm 48 this year, yep. I'm 48 now, that's why I give it everything this last couple of years. Yeah. That when I do stop in three years' time or whatever, or five years' time, I look back and I think, yeah, yeah. I have no regrets. I did give it everything that and I said I was. I was like, you know, 48 years old, to look the way you do, that's incredible. Most 48-year-olds yeah. most is bits hanging off them and <laughs> things yeah. falling off them. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're and in the best condition off. and the best the best uh, shape of your life. Yeah. Um, well, I think um, I was a late starter. For, I was a late starter at the yeah. beginning. I started at 35. Um, so I think that helped 
that there's not as many miles on the clock as yeah. they say. Um, and plus, whenever I finish a show, I come off and stay clean for everything for a good four or five months. So you don't eat pizzas and burgers? No, and I mean anabolics. Okay, I, can't, yeah. I, can't, I stay completely clean yep. for a good four to five months after a show. Um, and plus, I don't, I don't abuse that side of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my, my eating off-season is pretty much the same as dieting, but more quantities. Yeah. I, I look at it as... I have to have in each meal so much protein, so much carbs, so much fat in the off season. Yeah. Once I get them in me in each meal, then I can choose to eat a bit of crap mm. if it's a pizza or crisps or chocolate. Mm. But the fuel foods, as I call them, yep. they're upmost, they're first and upmost. So what's your what's your favourite cheat meal? Um, I love pizza or Chinese. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I won't keep you too long because. I know that uh, there's a lot to do before tomorrow. Yeah, just relax and chill thank you, now. Thank you very much for sitting with me today. I know it's, no, yeah, it's, it's a stressful day. No, I'd like to say thanks to you, Daniel, as well, for the commitment. Um, not just you, but your dad also, what you put into NABBA. You know, it's, um, it's the guys like you what are behind the scenes, like doing s even small things like this interview, what make yeah. all the difference, you know, because oh, you don't you have to do all this. You know, you could be in your hotel room just waiting and yeah. you know so well, thank you thanks for, really, for the time i really appreciate it no, it's, it's and i'll true. be uh, i'll be cheering for you tomorrow okay buddy thanks you mate all right well i hope you enjoyed that interview with tony mount um as i'm sure you can tell from the way he uh, the way he talks uh, he's not really the sort of person who um gets gets too hyped up about a lot of things in bodybuilding. He's definitely got his, his feet planted on the ground. Uh, and it's really nice to see, because he is, a, you know, at 48 years of age, um, you know, he talks about bodybuilding with, with the sort of passion that someone just starting out in the industry does. Uh, and it's really obvious that he, he loves what he does, and he loves bodybuilding, and he's a, a very good ambassador for, uh, for the industry. So we're going to... Um, See him a little bit later on at the Pro Universe 2016, where he's going to be defending his title against probably a dozen other gigantic NABBA professionals. Um, for anyone who's, who's never seen what the, the NABBA Pro Universe is like, it, it draws the very best of Europe and uh, you know, I mean, a lot of countries around the world. I think we've got uh, about 35 countries represented at the Universe this year. Um, of course, it's always hosted in Great Britain, so um, you know, English, uh, English bodybuilders and Welsh, Scottish, Northern Irish uh, obviously make up a quite a, a large team. But um, you know, we've got teams of fifteen, twenty from plenty of countries, and um, you know, the, the kind of people that you see on stage, you don't necessarily see them in magazines, or they're not the kind of people that have three or four million followers on Facebook like some um, bodybuilding and, and fitness industry people have, but they have physiques that are just as impressive, if not more impressive. So, you know, what does that say? That the, the best bodybuilders in the world are not necessarily coming out of the IFBB or they're not with necessarily within the IFBB system. In a lot of cases, you know, the, the best bodybuilders in the world are amateurs, um, but you just never get to see them because... People don't. Uh, people, I guess, don't don't really go looking all that hard for them. But anyway, 
Um, that's probably enough about that. All right, we'll have more. This is Bodybuilding Abroad coming up very soon. We've got some uh, great interviews post NABBA Universe. And of course, we'll be going over to Dublin for the WFF World Championships. And we're going to see some people over there, a couple of new uh, new friends from America. And um, yeah, we're going to have some gonna have some fun. So stick around and I hope you're enjoying. This is Bodybuilding Abroad. Bodybuilding Abroad.